Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And we are live with the Standing Room Spartans podcast presented by the Pigskin Podcast Network. So happy to be finally picking real college football games. Uh, We gave you the quick Illinois-Nebraska pick last week where we were both winners. Uh, My actual betting account bank slip was a winner as well. I had Illinois against the spread and the Illinois money line and the under. So I'm starting off hot here to the college football season. We'll see if we can keep that rolling. How we're going to do this is we will run through the slate of the big game picks for the week. Uh, These will be, we'll we'll try to fit in the big 10 matchups. If there are big, big 10 matchups, we don't want to give you like Purdue versus Rutgers that nobody cares about. We'll give you the big games throughout the college football slate. There'll be five or six of them through the, the week. And then we will finish off with the Michigan State game. Obviously, yesterday we previewed that game. Today, we will be making our selections. The entire year, we are going to be keeping track of these picks. Between Scott and I, we're going to have a a kind of personal competition here. What we decided on is that the winner will receive a, a piece of MSU or multiple pieces of MSU apparel from the loser. The, the limit is 50 bucks. So just kind of browsing some websites that could get you a nice quarter zip that could get you two or three t-shirts, depending on how you want to divvy that up. So, uh, we'll, we'll, we have kind of a personal contest going with these picks. Uh, but how it's working is one point for each of the games for the week, two points for the Michigan state game. So a little extra stakes on the Michigan state picks. And for you guys at home, you can follow us. You can make your own selections, and we will be keeping track of those as well. So go to standingroomspartans.com. There will be a fan picks post every week where you can go on. It takes it 20 seconds, and you can just pick who you think is going to win against the spread for each of the matchups that we will be talking about. So... Again, make sure you do that. Go to standingroomspartans.com. Of course, we will have them on the Twitter as well. So follow me at standingroommsu. Follow Scott at spartanmartin18. Anything else before we get to these picks, Scott? No, we're all off to a 1-0 start, including our audience who picked Illinois against the spread last week. Um, So shout out to you guys. 
Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see how we do. We want to get these voting numbers up. So again, if you uh, if you hear this, they should still be live for a few more hours if you're listening on Friday. So get in there, get the picks in, and uh, yeah, we'll use the final results uh, when the play starts as the fans, uh, I guess, pick for the surveys. So yeah, get on there, get involved. Really excited to see that. Let us know on Twitter. Uh, we'll be promoting the picks post. We'll be promoting this podcast. When you see those posts on Twitter or elsewhere, um, let us know what your picks are and what your favorite pick is. Um, we will we'll be yeah. If you got any locks year. out there, please let us know. And just as a quick tip yeah. as well, we're I know we say this about every podcast, but we're really going to try to stay disciplined with this one. We want to keep this ten to fifteen minutes tops for you guys. So today we're introing everything, so it might be closer to twenty. But for the future, 10, 15 minutes to just start off your game day, listen to the picks. That's the goal for you. All right. So, again, these are all going to be against the spread. Um, we're going to start off with a really interesting one. I think it was a tough one for me to, uh, to pick. Number 19, Penn State at number 12, Wisconsin. Uh, this is a noon kickoff, which I always found weird because in Wisconsin, that's going to be an 11 a.m. kickoff, right? So they have morning games. I, I've always lived in the Eastern <laughs> time zone, so that really freaks me out. Uh, I cannot imagine tailgating for an 11 a.m. Oh, kick. God, man. But, That'd uh, be a 5 a.m. That's what we're going to start with. Yes. So the line is five and a half points. Uh, Wisconsin is the favorite. So, you know, not a little more than a field goal, a little less than a touchdown, Kevin. What are you feeling? Yeah, so this game gave me a bit of pause because it's at Wisconsin. But the way I'm looking at this is in a vacuum. I think it's it's like a coin flip with a little bit of a lean towards Penn State in terms of who is the most talented team. Uh, most betting experts will tell you that home field is generally worth about three points on the betting line. I think Wisconsin with their home field environment might be worth an extra point or two, but uh, I think this is going to be a fun one to see with fans back in the stands. Penn state at Wisconsin will be a fun one. I'm taking Penn state and the points. I think Penn state wins this game outright. I already have a, a bet out for Penn state to win this game on the money line. I think what it comes down to for me is that you have two good defenses. You have two good teams. But Wisconsin, I don't see the playmakers on offense for them. And Penn State, I have proven guys in Jahan Dotson at wide receiver, Parker Washington at wide receiver, Noah Kane at running back. So when it comes down to a close game in the fourth quarter, I think Penn State just has a couple more playmakers that can make those big third down conversions and go out and win this game. So I got Penn State against the spread, and I got Penn State to win this game straight up. All right, so we've been accused of being too chummy on this podcast before, and that's why we do these picks. I like Wisconsin. I like the Badgers. I think uh, their defense is going to be tough to move the ball on. I don't think Sean Clifford is uh, a difference maker enough to make up that uh, for that talent on the Wisconsin defense. I think Wisconsin gets up early. I think they hold on to it with stout defensive play. They milk the clock. They grind Penn State down. Um, and in the end win by at least a touchdown. So I like the Badgers. Sean Clifford um, scares the hell out of me as somebody who has real money <laughs> on Penn State. I will say that. So the next game, uh, similar, 
Big Ten matchup between ranked opponents. Number 17, Indiana, at number 18, Iowa. This one was at three and a half for Iowa. It is now minus three for the home favorite. So Iowa by a field goal. Kevin, what do you think? I, I've changed this pick 28 times. I, this is the, the toughest one on the board for me. This is one that I'm, I'm not putting. Re- I, I actually like the under in this game. Uh, I wrote down there's, there's two really good defenses in this game. And there's two offenses with their own kind of question marks. Penn or Indiana obviously has Michael Penix at quarterback, who is a real playmaker, but they don't really have much of a running game. And Iowa is a good secondary. So if they can shut down the passing game just a little bit, I expect this one to be low scoring. And for that reason, I'm going to take Indiana in the points here just because I think it's going to be a low scoring game, which means it's probably going to be a close game. Iowa doesn't have the kind of playmakers to really pull away from a good team. Obviously we saw them pull away from us last year, but I I think against another top tier big 10 opponent, I I don't think this is going to be a touchdown plus. I think it's going to be close. So I'll take Indiana to, to stay within those three points. I don't know if I like them to win, but I like it to be a close game either way. So I'll take the points. But like I said, I changed this one like 28 times. I, I don't love this one, but I'll take Indiana. All right. So I forgot to mention on our first pick where the fans are at. So it's currently split on Penn State, Wisconsin. Hopefully that split will be broken up by the time uh, we, we shut down the surveys. But we don't have a fan pick to announce on that one. This one's in the same boat. We do not have a fan pick. It's currently split. Um, I, three points. I like Indiana. I like Indiana probably to win this game. Not going to put money on that, but um, I just don't trust Iowa. I don't trust that offense. Um, I need to see some game film on them before I really feel good about that. Indiana, I think has a little bit more momentum from last year in the season that they had and just the momentum they have in their program. So I think week one, Michael Penix is back. They go into Iowa. They have enough energy to get a tough, tough place to play at Kinnick Stadium. But I think they have enough juice to, uh, to keep it close. Maybe they don't win. I think they'll get it with, uh, with the three points, though. So give me Indiana. Next one. And this one's borderline hilarious. So you've got a, number, a top 15 team at <laughs> Miami at number 14 playing at a neutral site in Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta against the top-ranked team, Alabama. Just to put in perspective how much folks think Alabama is above and beyond the rest. Again, playing a top-15 team, Alabama is currently favorited by 19.5 points. It opened at 18. People are hammering the tide. Currently, this may move again before game time, but currently it is Alabama at minus 19 and a half. <laughs> I tried so hard to find reasons to take Miami in this one. I was pulling up old schedules and finding like, okay, Alabama opening week. Okay. They, they hammer everybody. Okay. Opening week after a national championship, maybe they're a bit, you know, nope. They hammer everybody. I'm still taking Miami though. I, I just, I think Derek King makes enough plays to keep this one within basically three touchdowns is all you're asking for. I think Miami is a team that if they get down early, they're going to keep their starters in. They're going to keep trying to climb into this one to, to build some momentum going into the season. So 
even if you give me a backdoor cover, if, if Alabama comes out 28, nothing in the first half, uh, Miami could just creep back in just enough to keep this one under 19 and a half points. Uh, I, I do. It scares the hell out of me. I'm not touching this one with a 10 foot pole with my real money, but for the picks, I'll take Miami to keep this one within 19 and a half points because of Derek King as a playmaker. Yeah. These big lines. I, I always hate picking anything over like 14, I just, it's, there's so many different scenarios that could play out to get to a game like that. Uh, 18 or 19 and a half. Um, I, I like Miami too. I don't feel good about it. I'll probably laugh at myself next week. I just, that's just so many points against a good top 15 team at a neutral site. This atmosphere should be electric. You've got a great traveling fan base in Alabama. You've got a great traveling fan base, especially in their region in Miami, uh, both fan bases that, really love their teams and are not afraid to show it and should be just an awesome, awesome atmosphere. So I like mm-hmm. Miami. I think they stay in it. I think they make enough plays. I don't feel good about it. Could be Alabama by 35. Yeah. We'll I'm see. glad we're both on the same side of this because yeah, I was looking back, you know, they played USC 52 to six in 2016 uh, Louisville a couple years ago, 51, 14, 42 to three against Duke. Obviously Miami is no Duke, but Hey, they just hammer everybody in the opening week. So that scares me, but 19 and a half, give me the Canes. All right. So one of the most intriguing matchups going to get a little bit of group of five love here. Uh, number 23, love to see all these group of five teams crack in the opening top 25. Number 23, Louisiana, AKA Louisiana Lafayette, AKA ULL, AKA most importantly, the Ragin' Cajuns. Uh, one of the kind of sweethearts of the group of five last year, they look really good. Um, they're returning their coach who had plenty of offers to leave. They are going on the road to play number 21, Texas. We're going to see if Texas is back. The, the annual is Texas back opening weekend. Um, they're getting, they're giving Texas eight or they're giving Louisiana eight points, Texas minus eight. Um, this is Saturday at four 30 in Austin. Kevin, is Texas back? No, uh, but I think I have the Longhorns in this one. This is another one that I flipped back and forth like a hundred times. The one thing that I came down to was I, I watched two full Louisiana football games last year. I, they, they beat Iowa State on the road week one last year, so they have some experience going into a Big 12 contender and winning. Uh, and I watched another game of theirs, but they really relied on the ground game last year. And they had two, their top two running backs are gone. They're both NFL type guys. And I, I just, I'm not sure that they can make enough plays to keep, to hang with a talented Texas team. Steve Sarkeesian, the former Alabama offensive coordinator, now their head coach is going to make, try to make a statement in his home opener as the Texas Longhorns head coach. I don't think this is like a three touchdown blowout. But I think I could definitely see like a 31-21 type of score here. Uh, so give me the Longhorns minus eight. Yeah, so I also like Texas in this one, and I hate that I like them because it feels like a game they would lose. It's a terrible scheduling matchup. We mentioned Indiana playing Cincinnati this year. Um, similar situation here where you've got a strong group of five team against a big 
a big 12 team, but a power five team who pretty consistently struggles to live up to expectations. Um, the Raging Cajuns have everything to play for in this one. Longhorns have everything to lose. This is, I mean, this just has mad Texas fan base written all over it. Um, so yeah, Steve Sarkeesian opening with a tough kind of nervy matchup here. Uh, one you definitely want to win. It would feel great if you did win and definitely don't want to lose. So we'll see if they handle that. Well, Texas hasn't handled pressure particularly well the last five or 10 years, but I still like the Longhorns. I think the home advantage and the energy from a uh, head coach opener is enough to get it done um, by at least eight. Uh, but it's a tough one. Fans currently have Texas as well. Uh, and our last non-MSU game, the highlight of the night, the nightcap on Saturday at 7.30 p.m. in Charlotte, North Carolina, interestingly, will be number five, Georgia, taking on number three, Clemson. Currently, it is Clemson minus three. Kevin, who are you taking? This one I feel pretty good about, actually. I'm, I might actually put some money down on this. Uh, this is, first of all, this is one of the biggest and best opening weekend college football games that I can remember. And we've had a lot of those big yeah. like cowboy classics at, uh, at, at the, the Jerry world stadium down in Dallas. There's been a lot of intriguing matches. You had like Alabama and Michigan as kind of two premier program type games, but I can't remember a time where you had a top five matchup in week one. So this is going to be awesome. I think everybody's going to be tuning into this one or you should be. I got Georgia in this one and I think it's a neutral site game. And I think it's a coin flip as far as the talent on the field. So if I can have three points, I'll take them. Uh, the other thing too, is, is I heard this th earlier this week is that Clemson is going to be rotating centers. They're going to have like a center rotation which just doesn't seem like a great idea against one of the best defensive lines in the country. Um, so give me Georgia and the points. Uh, I might take Georgia to win this game straight up. Uh, I think JT Daniels, you have a veteran quarterback against DJ Uyunglele, the, the quarterback for Clemson. He very well might be one of the best quarterbacks in the country. And we did get to see him a little bit last year and he played really well. Uh, but JT Daniels does have the leg up in experience in big game experience. And I like the dogs in this one. Give me Georgia plus three. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. So are the fans Georgia plus three. I think Georgia wins this one could be a push three points in a close game is always an awkward uh, line. You get that game winning field goal situation, but I like Georgia to win it. I like Georgia money line. Um, yeah, that's going to be a phenomenal game. You mentioned it already. Uh, really looking forward to it. I can't remember. I mean, these could easily be two playoff teams, um, and we get to see them teeing off week one. So don't miss that one. And finally, our first Michigan State weekly pick of the day. We did our season picks, but uh, especially as the season wears on and we see what this team's all about, our picks versus our season prediction picks could be drastically different uh, this week. Maybe not so much, but we have – as everybody listening already knows, Michigan State, Northwestern, 9 p.m. Friday on ESPN. Currently, the line is Northwestern minus three. Um, I believe it opened at Northwestern minus seven and a half. I was going to so say it opened at a big are, number. Betters are absolutely 
jumping on the Mel Tucker hype train for this one. That's terrifying. Uh, 63% of the money is on Michigan State against the spread. 82% of the money is on Michigan State money line at plus 140. Um, and just for conversation stake, the over under is currently at 45 um, and 75% of folks are taking the under on that. So uh, Kevin, you can talk money line, you can talk over under, but first who you got. Yep. So I'll give you my score prediction for this one as well. I think there's going to be a decent amount of sloppy play on both sides. As much as I talked in the preview about Pat Fitzgerald's team, always being technicians, always being a a team that is more, Uh, prepared for the season no. that is as always a good start to no. uh, it's a Pat Fitzgerald football team they're going to play with technique effort and all of that but they're breaking in a lot of new starters Michigan State we're breaking in a lot of new starters it's going to take time for that chemistry to get itself figured out it's going to take time for the offensive lines to to deal with real game pressure so I am going to go with a low scoring game here I'm going Michigan State 24, Northwestern 20. So this is Michigan State to win the game straight up. If you're looking at the over-under, this is one point under that 45-point over-under. I just think that when it comes down to it, we're actually the more talented team. And I don't know how many times we're going to be able to say that this year. It's a better roster, but I think there are a lot of talented teams in the Big Ten this year. Northwestern is one of the teams that we can go into in a neutral site in a vacuum and be the more talented team straight up. And whoever is our quarterback, we don't know the answer to that yet, I think is better than Hunter Johnson from what we've seen. So give me Michigan state, give me Michigan state in the points, give me Michigan state straight up and give me a slight lean on the under, although I'm not going to bet that one because I think it'll be close. Yeah, this one, um, I was amazed when the line opened at seven and a half in Northwestern's favor. Um, I think that's pretty insane. I don't, I, I'm, I'm surprised Vegas didn't pay a little more attention um, to this one, but uh, hopefully you got in at seven and a half because I like Michigan State to win this one. If you got um, Michigan State seven and a half, I mean, there's no, this is going to sound like a, this is going to be a clip two days from now but there's no way we're going to lose this game by more than a touchdown right like if you have michigan state minus seven and a half or plus seven and a half you got a great ticket you'd hope hands. but we did open against northwest or uh, against Rutgers last season and lost yep. by 11 <laughs> so you never know but you got to come into the, your picks with confidence i like michigan state to win this one i like michigan state to open this one up a little bit um, I think Northwestern's really going to struggle to move the ball. They're breaking in new running backs for the most part, uh, a couple new guys on the offensive line. Um, and our strength on defense is our front, uh, our front four. So I think they're going to struggle to run the ball. Hunter Johnson's going to struggle to see things we're playing against, or that he will be playing against kind of an interesting, uncommon scheme, the four, two, five, it's going to be different reads for him. Um, I think a lot is playing into Michigan State's favor here. I like Michigan State 27-17. I'm going with a 10-point win to open the season. Yeah, I think it comes back to similar to the the Penn State-Wisconsin game I mentioned. Michigan State just has more playmakers. Kenneth Walker, Jaden Reed, Jalen Naylor. Northwestern just doesn't have those type of guys when it comes down to third down and stuff like that. So I think that's going to be what really pushes us over the top. 
So there you have it. There is our first week of picks. We had our one pick last week, but our first full slate here. Um, again, we are going to keep these surveys up on the website. Uh, just look for Standing Room Spartans Fan Picks Week 1. You can find that on Twitter as well um, if you follow us. And on that note, follow us on Twitter. I am at SpartanMartin18. I almost forgot my own handle. <laughs> and Kevin in the podcast, you can find at Standing Room Spartans. So standing room MSU on Twitter. Standing room so Spartans doesn't follow fit us in there. the character limit. <laughs> yeah, we want an abbreviation, but SRS just doesn't really flow. No. So we're we're still working on it. Got any ideas? Let us know. But that's um, only yeah, only one on difference Twitter. of opinion here to start the the picks off. I, I guarantee, as we get longer into the schedule, I remember last year's picks. We we had a lot of different picks here. So uh, the the Penn State Wisconsin game is going to be what can kind of give somebody a lead going into week two. So uh, I have Penn State, Scott is Wisconsin. That's our difference of opinion here. Uh, everywhere else, we're actually lined up. I don't expect that to stay the same throughout the season, though. One more quick note uh, that just came to my head, and we're going to roll with it. Um, go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. That helps us a lot. Hopefully, it's a five-star review, but you can be honest with it. Um, and if you, you can be honest, you, leave, you can be honest as long as it's five stars. That's right. If it's <laughs> not five stars, get out. No, I'm just kidding. We want honest feedback. We love feedback. And if you leave a review there, leave your Twitter handle or another way to contact you. And we will announce the first person to take advantage of this. We will announce your picks on next week's pick episode. So go to Apple podcasts, leave a review. Let us know how to get in touch with you. My voice just cracked. It's early. Um, but we will announce your picks, you know, a little guest picker action, whether we can do it live or not, we'll see, but um, we want to get you guys involved. So uh, quid pro quo there, leave a review for us. Hopefully it's positive and uh, we'll have some fun with it. All right, let's go play some football, man. It's here. We've done it. Our last preseason episode in the books right now, next week, we'll be laughing at how much we were wrong about everything, everything. but we'll have plenty to talk about. <laughs> Noah Kim's we'll going to start at quarterback. About. Connor Hayward's going to take 35 carries. It's <laughs> All right. We got to shut this down. Shut it down. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get out of here. Hope everybody enjoys the game. Go green. Go white. Take care folks. <laughs>